Hello and welcome back into the Jets Lab podcast. I am your host, Joey Bonsanti. Sitting across the laptop from me is my good friend, co-host, JT Jarrett Romeo. Episode 14. How you doing, JT? I'm doing well, Joey. We got the new schedule out. We got some uh, new uniform numbers and man, I'm excited. Now we can finally say how many games we're going to win this year and we got a lot to look forward to. So I told you this earlier in the week. What's the point of having a schedule release? if everything's going to leak the day of i i heard this from someone and they said how smart the nfl was to leak the schedule out because they basically made it from a non-factor event into a whole day thing everyone was on their phone trying to find out the nfl schedules so maybe it was a good smart decision by them yeah whatever i mean i again it's just one of those things like why even make it an event if you're just going to leak in, I, I, I didn't care if I found it at 12 or seven or whatever it was. I just wanted to f- figure out the schedule. You get bits and pieces throughout the day. And then the big one, just the whole thing released at like one o'clock or something. I forget what time it was, the, but yeah, the NFL confidential. Yeah. Real <laughs> confidential. I, I don't know who's taking pictures of that, but <laughs> some right. intern. So why don't you uh, break into the short lab report that we have this week before we get into our schedule predictions? Yeah. Really small lab report. Uh, Some big news today. We got some jersey numbers for Zach Wilson is wearing number two. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker is wearing number 75 and Elijah Moore is wearing number eight with the new NFL jersey change that wide receivers can now wear single digit numbers as well as defensive backs and linebackers. So that's pretty cool. And also Michael Carter, the running back was on a Sirius XM radio show. And he was talking up Zach Wilson quite a lot. He said how he believed Zach Wilson should have gone number one overall. He was in the ACC playing for UNC and played against Trevor Lawrence a lot, but says Zach Wilson is just the details and has the very uh, small skills that really make a difference for a quarterback. And he says that he's very excited to play with him. Speaking of Michael Carter, I think that he also picked the number. I think he picked 32, if I'm not mistaken i don't know I like if that, that was, number i don't know if that was official i love 32 i don't know what that happens to ashton davis but um whatever doesn't really matter but um as you were saying i i kind of laughed because i i feel like everyone's gonna say that about their quarterback uh <laughs> the high praise and everything but i love it they're already giving each other uh high praise here and there which is great and the support from teammates is what you want and hopefully that translates over into the regular season and as a, as a unit um, so we could win some games. That's that's the hope. And that's the end goal, win a bunch of games. But as you said, I couldn't imagine a, some draft pick coming out and start slandering his quarterback right after the draft. That would be some way to start the locker room chemistry right there. But, I mean, it sounds like Elijah Moore also said some very nice words about Zach Wilson. It sounds like people are very impressed when they see him play. And, you know, it's going to be fun to watch this kid, I think. It's – it's going to be different too. just having a quarterback with some of the skill sets that he has. It'll be very fun to watch in this offense. Um, I love the number two for Zach Wilson. I know there's a lot of hate on it, actually, um, on all Twitter. I've seen a lot of people saying that they want one. Like I said before, one is not going to look good in that uniform. And two is a, a good number for a quarterback. Like I feel, okay, yeah, it's maybe stained by Manziel a little bit, but I could see Zach Wilson really pulling it off. And, I think uh, he looks good in it, yeah. I know. All the edits look really good. And Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson were already out to dinner this week. So you'd love to see that too. 
Um, they were at Luigi's. Exactly. That that's what we want to see from our from our offensive uh, offensive players gaining that chemistry on and off the field. So we love it. Um. So yeah, I mean that's really all the the news this week. I feel like the news is going to start really slowing down though as we progress. And this episode, we're only going to get into the schedule breakdown. Um, as seen on the title of the episode. And we want to save the breakdown of the defensive players in the draft for next week. So we postpone that a little bit, figure we talk about the whole schedule for this week's episode. Um, So yeah, let's break into the schedule. What do you say? Sounds good to me. And I'll start off just by saying uh, from at Mr. Case B, he posted the strength of schedules prediction from a draft King sports book. And the Jets sit at the 20th hardest schedule in the NFL. So, I mean, a pretty favorable schedule, as you said pre-show, but it's almost unfortunate that we have such an easier schedule because I don't know how many games we can really win this year, Joey. Yeah, before we get into this, I just want to say that I'm going to take the most realistic view, like, um, outlook on this. I don't want to come into this thing saying that we're going to win 11 games. Like it's just not realistic. Obviously in the alternate universe that I live in, sometimes I look at this and I'm like, all right, we could actually maybe win 11 games. That's just ludicrous. Um, I just don't think that's possible going. You got to think that where we were last year at two wins, you know, we're taking a two win team and we have a rookie quarterback. So really take that into account when you're looking at these games and when you're tweeting out these tweets saying that we're winning 11, 12 games, which is just ridiculous which i've seen today so um yeah let, let's break into the first game though uh obviously this is a big one um one that i didn't really expect to be week one but it was they match us up against the panthers at panthers um one o'clock september 12th obviously the robbie anderson sam darnold revenge game and you know you're facing up darnold against his old team who let him go and or traded him and, and get got Wilson. So it's like the new kid versus the old kid. And I feel like the tensions are going to be high here. What are your thoughts about this game? Well, I think it's actually going to be a very close game. I know that the Panthers, their wide receiver core and their running backs with Christian McCaffrey, they got us beat with our secondary because right now our number one corner is bless Austin and Bryce Hall. But that Panthers offensive line isn't very strong. And I think Carl Lawson and Quinn Williams can disrupt Darnold and probably get into his head pretty early. But that being said, I still think we will not win this game. Maybe it'll be a 17-10 loss, maybe a 24-14, something in that range. I agree with you. I think it's a loss week one, unfortunately. I put an asterisk next to it because I think that is it is a winnable game on the road. I think if it was at home, we may be talking something different, but week one rookie quarterback on the road in a situation that's not very favorable where you have Sam Darnold playing, you know, revenge, revenge ball, which is not the best thing in the world. Not saying that he's going to go off, but you know, he very well, if this is the, if he's going to go off, this is the game where he may have a good game. Um, so I think we head into week two, Oh, and one. That being said about the Darnold revenge game, I actually don't think, this game will be won because of Darnold. I think maybe he'll have a uh, 200 passing yards, a touchdown, and I am thinking he will have an interception, but he'll probably just be dunking that ball to Christian McCaffrey every time. And against uh, some of our cornerbacks, I'm, we don't have the best tackling secondary outside of Marcus May, so I think he's going to make a few people miss. But And you know when Darnold throws for 200 yards, a touchdown, and two picks, the media is going to say he was the reason why the Panthers won the game too. So. <laughs> 
That's that'll be fun to hear. All right, uh, week two at home versus the Patriots. Uh, you know, I locked this in as a win, and I'll tell you why. Um, I think if we're going to beat the Patriots, it's going to be early on in the season when they're at their weakest. Uh, at this point in the season, I think they're going to have Cam Newton starting. And to tell you the truth, Cam Newton doesn't really scare me at this point in his career. Um, I think if it's going to be a time to beat him, it's at home early on in the season before Mac Jones is their starter. I'm right with you there, Joey. I think this is the best time to beat the Patriots. We haven't beaten them since 2015. And if Cam Newton is starting, that means it's going to be a run-heavy game for the Patriots. And that means our defensive line and our front seven can really eat. If it's Mac Jones starting, he'll be a rookie QB versus a rookie QB. And I think the home field advantage, especially because it's looking like MetLife will be full capacity, that will be a big difference maker. I know Bill Belichick has an impeccable record against rookie QBs, but he's an un, he's not unbeatable against them. So I think we can get the win here. All right. So we're one and one heading into week three here. Week three at Denver, uh, 4.05 start. Uh, I'm penciling in a loss here. I, I don't see us going to the West Coast and beating Denver. I just I feel like it's going to be a very slow game, a game where – it's pretty much – and we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be for Denver. Is it going to be Locke? Is it going to be Bridgewater? Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Who, who knows? So that's a bunch of things that can change. I just don't see the, – the Jets always play pretty slow when they go to the West, um, especially in Denver in that uh, mile-high stadium. So I'm going to pencil in a loss for us there. We're still on the same page here. I also have us losing against Denver. But I do think this is a great test game for us, and I think by week three – uh, after the first two games, even if it goes loss-loss, Broncos are a great team to match up against just because of how uh, young our roster is. And I think they have some young guys too, but I do see them having the edge still in this game. It'll be a good test for the defense. I like their offensive weapons, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, week four, we're coming back home to MetLife uh, facing the Titans. I think it's pretty safe to say this is a good uh, – lost to pencil in for us here pretty easy one in my eyes yeah the titans lost some pieces it's a Corey davis revenge game but <laughs> aj brown is still going to be carrying that offense and then derrick henry of course you can't forget him their offensive line is still pretty darn good and ryan Tannehill, i mean he'll get the job done for the titans i they like i said they lost some pieces i actually wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win their division this year if the colts won it out but I just still don't see us winning against them. I can see Derrick Henry putting up a nice number against us. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. An interesting game here. Yep. We're headed to London, October 10th, 9.30 a.m. Start, get up early, get your coffee, and you get your breakfast. You're watching some morning football. And uh, we're technically away at the Atlanta Falcons, so we don't lose a home game, um, which is nice. I'm going to pencil this in as a loss. Uh, I think this is another asterisk game for me where I, I have it next to the Panthers game where I could really go either way again. You're, the Falcons aren't getting the home field advantage and uh, you know, these London games are weird, but I think the Falcons are going to be much improved. And uh, I just don't think we have enough to edge out the win here. We should have let off with this, but Joey and I didn't do this together before the show. We, yeah, we did hearing each other's predictions for the first time, but I'm also saying that this is going to be a loss traveling to London. It's going to be a pain in the butt. And I hate that we're playing in a London game. It's going to suck, but you know what? As you said, Falcons, they have some weapons. Matt Ryan, still MVP quarterback. I mean, this is just not a game for us. It seems like a lot working against us here. 
Falcons are gonna have a nice bounce back season, I'm sure. New head coach, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we won it though. I will say that, like, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world just because when you're in London and neutral site, everyone's a little bit off because you're in London, and I could just see something weird happening in that sense. Oh, definitely. I think you're right where it will be a weird game, but I could see maybe maybe it'll be an overtime game where someone takes in an OT. Wouldn't be surprised. So we get an early buy this this year with the week six buy. Don't love it. Don't hate it. And I like a little like in the middle. I like week eight kind of uh, situation. I know you said you liked it though, right? I like the I like the week six buy because of the London game. I feel like you have to give it to us there. But also, I like it a little later, like uh, week 13 or 14. That's a nice buy. But whatever. Who cares? We go to London. We get the buy. We get to prepare ourselves. Two weeks for the Patriots. We travel to Gillette Stadium. And unfortunately, here I have us losing again. Um, Again, I'm giving you the realistic prediction here. I'm not trying to be a homer. Uh, We're not sweeping the Patriots. Uh, We're lucky to get one win against them, to tell you the truth, because we historically don't do well against the Patriots. By this time, at this point in the season, there could be another start. There could be a different starting quarterback for the Patriots at this point. I don't think Cam Newton's going to last as their starter into even Week Seven. Um, I think it could be Mac Jones. I think we're we're walking in there with a loss. Here is where the Bill Belichick against rookie QBs actually plays a factor. They are undefeated against rookie QBs when playing at home. I. I'm not sure how much weight that really holds, but I do think this is going to be a loss as well. If Especially if we take that first game against the Patriots, you know, they're going to have a lot more of a chip on their shoulder. And as you said, maybe Mac Jones is the starter, and now we're going into their territory. Gillette's probably going to be full capacity. OB, Zach Wilson's first time playing a division rival like the Patriots. He's never played like a team or a rival like that before, so... It'll be a lot working against us there. So through six games, we have the Jets at one and five. I think a pretty fair assessment. I think of a, a few different ways that it could go, give or take maybe a win or two, but uh, one and five through six games. And then we come back home. I notice we don't go on the road for more than two games aside from the um, Atlanta Patriots uh, back-to-back away games, but you're in London for one of them. So and plus the buy in between, you're not actually away, which is nice. We're kind of home away, home away. We're not away from home too much. Um, so week eight, we come back home and we face the uh, the Bengals on October 31st, Halloween. We get the uh, black and orange themed uh, team to play, which is nice. Um, I have us winning this game. Uh, I think it's a pretty close game here. Uh, I don't think we win it by a landslide, but I think it's a very winnable game against uh younger Bengals team I think we have a good chance at maybe taking this one by a touchdown I also have us winning this game and like you said it's a younger team I also think this is a great test matchup to really see where we are at as a team it's right in the middle of the season and you know what another big reason I have winning this game I know Joe Burrow said he thinks he'll be ready by the start of the season but Joe Burrow tore both his ACL and MCL in his knee as well, as probably maybe had some other damage. I really am not sure, but I could actually see this being maybe, say, Joe Burrow's second game of the season, maybe third. So he might still try to be getting into that groove. Meanwhile, hopefully all the Jets players were able to stay healthy through week eight. We're already on a grind, so I think we could get the win here, especially at home. All right, week nine, we have our only primetime game of the season. We're in Indianapolis 
Thursday night game, 820 start. And I have us losing this game. Uh, it's, it's a tough game at Indy, improved team. They're going to have Carson Wentz at quarterback. I just don't think we have enough to go on the road at Indianapolis and beat that team in the state we are right now. I think the Colts defense is a great unit. I know last year they kind of fizzled out after week, pretty much actually after we played them, but I think they're still good defense and it'll be tough to play against them, especially on the road in prime time. I also have us getting a loss here. All right. We come back home after that loss and we will face the, well, the Buffalo Bills. One o'clock start here on November 14th. I have us losing this game. I don't think that we're beating the Buffalo Bills this year. It's just as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, the Bills, they're a, they're a pretty good team. <laughs> especially, admit it. especially at this point in the season, though, when we start to play them week, um, week 10, this is going to be a playoff team, obviously, a team that's going to be potentially competing for a Super Bowl. When you get to the week 10 and on point, these teams really kick it into a different gear. And a team like the Bills, it could be scary. I think Josh Allen is going to have another great year, and it sucks, but we're going to have to deal with him in the division for a long time, so I also have us losing this game. It'd be great to keep it close, but to be honest, I'm not sure what to expect. We'll have to see up until that point of the season how we're really playing. At this point, I would love to keep it within 10 points, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills are favored by 9.5 or something like that. Hope we are... Now, 10 weeks in, me and JT have not had a disagreement yet and have not gone over this prior to this episode. So this is funny. All right. So maybe here's what I have a little uh, little fun streak here. I, I, Dolphins at home week 11. We, we're winning this game. I really think we're winning this game. And uh, mainly because we're at home. And the other big point is I don't know what two is. Like, I don't know if, what he's going to be at this point. And I'm sure by week 11, we will know. What if they're going to be doing the reliever situation again with Jacoby Brissett? Who the hell knows with this team? But I think this is a very winnable game at home. I think you win it by a field goal. I also have a swimming against the Dolphins here at home. <laughs> like you said, I really don't know what Tua is. I really don't have a lot of faith in Tua after seeing how they would bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick when the game was on the line. But by week 11, they'll know if Tua is the guy or not, I'm sure. And but I mean, just us at home against the Dolphins got swept by them last year, got swept by the whole division last year. But I think we can beat the Dolphins at home. And then traveling uh, after this win to the Texans, one o'clock start. I have us winning this game as well. We go on a a little two game winning streak here. Uh, Again, so much uh, up in the air with Deshaun Watson in Houston, a very weird roster. They, they had to kind of pivot a bunch of different ways. Who knows who's going to be starting a quarterback for them. It could be Tyrod Taylor and uh, their, their roster right now is, is not in the best shape. And I think it's going to be a, a weird season for the Texans to say the least a very winnable game here for the Jets. Joey, I got a film. We're not going to disagree on the game here <laughs> for the rest of the schedule, but yes, I also have us winning against the Texans on the road. Even if Deshaun Watson is starting, Great quarterback, great football player. But I don't think that roster is just built to be winning games, even against a team like us. Yes, we have a lot of question marks. We're an unproven team. But I'll tell you what, I mean, I could see us going into week 12. The Texans are a three-win team, and we're just riding the high of uh, a Dolphins win, and we're trying to keep that going. And we go on a two-game win streak here. 
Oh, what do you feel about extending it? Because I do. Uh, we head back home against the Eagles. We beat the Eagles for the first time in franchise history at home on December 5th. I, I also extended. Come on, come on. <laughs> uh, and this would honestly be the sweetest win of all, just because we have not beaten the Eagles at all. Like you said, never beat them once. So, I mean, but this team, this Eagles team, I'm really not impressed with them whatsoever. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a starting NFL QB. Their wide receiver core is questionable, even with Devonta Smith. And I really don't see how we can honestly lose this game. This is the few one of the few games where I think we are favorites, and it's a pretty easy game to win for us. Yeah, very winnable, especially at home. You know, you're not in Philadelphia. I think that really makes a difference. All right, and staying at home, so a two-game uh, homestand here. Uh, we are hosting the Saints, December 12th, 1 o'clock start. I have us winning this game. And wow. um, I feel like this is a place where me and you could probably disagree. It sounded like the reaction that we are going to. The reason why I say this is because we have a lot of dome teams or warm weather teams coming to us later in the season where it's going to be colder. Um, this is a team that's not led by Drew Brees anymore. This is a different Saints team. Who is going to be starting at quarterback for this team in week 14, I mean, it could be Taysom Hill. It could be Jameis Winston. Who knows? This is just, again, I've been to, I went to a game, Jets Saints 2013, and I saw how they performed in the cold weather. It's especially a MetLife with that atmosphere late in December like that. I think it's a very winnable game for the Jets. I think it's one that we just squeak by and we extend this winning streak. I think to four now. Yeah, four. Four. Well, well, I'm happy we do disagree here so people know this isn't scripted. <laughs> but I have us losing this game against the Saints. As you said, I do think their starting quarterback will be famous Jameis Winston. But And the thing about Jameis is he can put up points. That Saints offense has weapons. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, their offensive line is very strong, and their defense is also very strong. They still have Lattimore. Demario Davis has been balling ever since he went down to New Orleans. And they have some good defensive linemen as well, if I'm not mistaken. But I can't really see us. I don't see us winning this game. It'd be great if we could keep it close within uh, by a touchdown. But I think the Saints are just simply going to be scoring pretty close to every drive. And I don't I think our offense is going to be kind of stuck against this defense. Well. I guess we will see. I think it's a difference. I feel like if we were in New Orleans, I wouldn't even give us a shot here. But the fact that we're at home, I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. All right. So this is going to be a flex game. Apparently, it's going to be December 18th or 19th. We're traveling back uh, south to Miami, and I have us losing this game. We don't play well in Miami historically, uh, especially the past decade. We just don't play well down um, in Miami. So I have us taking the loss here. I feel like it's going to be kind of an ugly, slow game. One more, we probably lose by uh 10 or more points to tell you the truth. Yeah. I also have us losing at Miami in week 15. I think this is a game where maybe Miami is on the cusp of a playoff hunt. If they have a repeat of the season last year, but I think after, if we beat them that first game in week 11, they're going to be looking out there and, going out for blood and I just don't see us winning this game on the road. Yep. And then the next week we got week 16 here. We are hosting the golden boy in the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Again, a very winnable game. Two of the worst teams in the NFL last year, obviously the number one and number two overall pick going against each other. 
I have us winning this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, a very winnable game here. Um, I don't think that what they've done this offseason and how they've addressed certain positions has been very uh, been very smart. And I just don't like the direction they're going right now with some of the moves they've made. Um, and I don't think that's going to pan out well for, for Lawrence and his supporting cast at this point. You don't like Tim Tebow? <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about that. Whatever. <laughs> no, but I also have us winning this game. A home game against the Jaguars, 1v2. I think that we can really win this game. And I think we can honestly win it pretty easily, maybe by a touchdown, maybe by 10 points. But I would be, I won't be surprised too. This is another game where we're favorites and I expect that. We're home. Jaguars, like you said, they're a southern team coming up north. They're going to be cold week 16. It's probably going to be like 20 degrees or something. A full MetLife stadium talking, chanting how Zach Wilson's better. I love it. Day after Christmas, too, that game is. So you got yourself some nice uh, Sunday, Christmas weekend football. Oh, my God, I love that. All right, uh, week 17, we stay at home. This will be our final home game of the season, and we are hosting Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Ronald J- <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mike Evans, Godwin, everyone, the Super Bowl champions from uh, 2020. It's a, it's a simple loss for me here, JT. <laughs> Yeah, I think Tom Brady's going to make light work of us, and it sucks just knowing he's on a different team in a different conference. This is will probably be the last time the Jets play the Bucks or play against Tom Brady, excuse me, and I think that he's going to get his final win against the Jets that day. All right, and then we finish the season off. At Buffalo, week 18. How weird is that? Week 18. That just doesn't sound right. January 9th, 1 o'clock. It's a loss for me. I think that we are getting swept by the Bills this season, and I don't think it's going to be. I I think if there's going to be a game that we maybe beat the Bills, it would be this week if they're resting their starters. That's really the only reason I see us winning this game. Yeah, I at this point, I have us losing this game unless somehow the Bills, um, not somehow, I can honestly see this being the case, maybe where the Bills clinch their two seed in the AFC. I think the Chiefs are still going to get the one seed, obviously. But unless the Bills are already locked into a playoff position and they're resting their starters, I don't see us winning this game. Yeah, and that rounds out the schedule. So what did you have, six wins? Yeah, six and 11. And I had seven and 10. Um, I, I think that's that's a pretty that's, those are two fair assessments. We had a pretty similar uh, schedule breakdown there. Yeah, and you know what? If either case scenario where we're getting seven or six wins, and as long as we're having a healthy season, we're seeing progress throughout the entirety of the season. We're seeing the offense get better, the defense get better, some these young guys stepping up. I'll be very happy. Me too. That's that's the only thing I really want to see is the quarterback playing well honestly Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i don't really care if you know we win you know nine games i of course i'd love that but seeing a step from two wins to you know six or seven is still a big step forward and what you had from last year and what you have to recoup from you know adam gase's offense and all of that terrible play now now let me say this even though i do have us at seven wins could there be some flip of the script here where we win a bit more i think it's it's possible. Speaking from an optimist side of things, there's a couple games that I really think that could go either way. I think the Panthers could go either way. I think the the Falcons ones is a coin toss for me. I feel like the Broncos, you know, you never know what you I feel like the Broncos is still a winnable game, 
Um, obviously with saying that, I feel like if I'm going to pick and choose between those three, I think that I would have to put the, a loss at the saints or in one of my little four game winning streak there. Um, but I think that the ceiling absolute ceiling for us is nine wins. I don't see it going past that point. I don't think that is even a real possibility, but I could see us maybe reaching eight wins. If we reach a nine win uh, season and we go nine and eight, I really think that means that two things. And that's one that Zach is the real deal. And two, that Sal is a good coach. I know we mentioned how this is a fairly easier schedule than what we've seen in the past couple of years. But having a rookie QB and a rookie head coach going out, having a winning season, winning nine games, that's very impressive. And that would be very convincing to me and I'm sure a lot of other fans that we got the real deal. That being said, though, I like you mentioned there are a bunch of toss-up games, and I do think the Panthers are a toss-up. The Falcons might be one. But I think another toss-up game might also be, say, the Week 2 at uh, Patriots against us at home. So maybe we beat the Panthers Week 1 but then lose to the Patriots at home. And it will only one way to find out, and that's to play the game. I'd be pleasantly surprised if we w- walked into the bye with two wins. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. You, know, you, you steal two games there. You're, you're looking pretty good going into New England with, you know, at, at uh, whatever you are there. One, two, three. You have five games. So two and three. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> so we will have to wait and see. But those, I think that's a pretty fair assessment from both of us there. Uh, let's, you know, obviously let us know what you think drop your record predictions down on our post once we post the episode and uh, tell us where you think we went wrong. And if you think we're giving the fair non-biased Jets record, Um, I think we only had one question this week, right? Yeah. One question in our mailbag today from Kyle at Sam spleen. Um, He asked what game we're going to this year. Do you have an answer to that? (laughs) Let's go to all of them, Kyle, even the away games. We'll even go to the London game. I've never been to London. It'll be fun. (laughs) In all seriousness, there are a couple of games that I'm thinking about going to. The Patriots um, week two. That's a very that now, could be a game being fun. I've definitely thought of going to the Pats. Um, I just don't know. You know, I've gone to early games in September. It's hot at MetLife. Um, I've thought about the Bengals. And depending on where we are in the season, I would definitely consider the Eagles or Saints. So um, do I see myself going to more than one game this year? Probably not, depending on if the Ticket prices are good. Like, again, if you, you wait till the later end of the season, you could see ticket prices go down. But as of right now, I'm definitely eyeing the Patriots game. Like, seriously. <laughs> the latest game I would probably go to is week 11 against the Dolphins. I'm not that much of a fan of sitting in the cold, especially if I think my team's going to lose. So that might be the last week I would go to. But like you said, depending on where we are in the season, if we're winning games, that Eagles game could be a lot of fun to go to. Eagles fans, too, they travel well, so it could be a couple of fights in the stands, maybe, Joey. I hope not. We'll just – we'll see. But I, I'm sure any game that I'm considering, vice versa, we may end up going together, which could be a, a really good time. So We could do the show at the game. That would be tough to, to do. That would be very tough to orchestrate. But if you want to find oh, we'll a way We'll figure to do it, it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up episode 14. Uh, just the schedule breakdown next week. We will get into the uh, defensive players that we drafted in this uh, most recent NFL draft. Uh, go follow us on Twitter, at Holland Hundos, at uh, Stacking Dollars, at Jets Lab Pod for the uh, Jets Lab Podcast uh, Twitter handle.
And uh, as always, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, go Jets.